Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sis got blah boy, sis got blah boy. This is Yeah Radio with Zoo and Servo. Yeah. Hello, hello, welcome to your Heard Radio. It is I soon coming with Servo. You know what it is? Back in Dot Wave Studios for episode six. And we got a special guest in the house. Uh, yeah, big friend of the show. Champ. Soon to be licensed pro uh, boxer. What up, what up, what up? Sean Payton in the red corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, bro? Oh, uh, man, you know. Just trying to stay focused out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maintain focus. Stay yes, focused. Maintain and stay in focus. Yeah. You excited for the Triple G Canelo rematch? Yeah, I actually am, man. Cinco um, de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo rematch. Um, Much needed. Two of the most craziest boxers in the game right now, man. Def- definitely the Crazy. most definitely most exciting. Like you know, you see that matchup on pay-per-view? Oh, yeah. I watched it. Yep. It was crazy, man. I'm actually surprised they um, gave it a draw. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I know. I know. Hey, but it, it makes this much more exciting. We're going to see a lot of them. And we're going to dive into this a little bit later on, but I know it's going to be exciting to see you from your boxing experience and ending yeah, with yeah. a draw and going, what I have to prove or do in the ring now differently than I did prior. Yeah. You right. know, to get the W. Yeah, what, I definitely. felt robbed by getting the draw. So what do I got to do to get the W? So we'll we'll dive into that boxing lifestyle. But uh, how about you tell the listeners that are tuning in uh, what it's like. Like we came in talking about focus. So uh, how did you get into boxing and where does focus play in that? Well, you know, it all started, man. Um, Fighting really, in the streets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Growing up, you know, having to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, i always been around it. You know what I'm saying? I always watched it. I always loved the technique of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was yeah. just, it, it was different for me than just, you know, fighting. It was all about the technique, the discipline. Yeah, exactly. You, you know got to have a lot all of that. discipline. Yeah. You can't just go in there like a bull in a china shop. Right, you know exactly. Like, yeah, you can't learn that way, man. You exactly. got to take your time and, and really understand the game. It's uh, the sweet science for a reason. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot of mental. How would you describe your style in a few words? Like the way, like smooth, uh, energetic, uh, <laughs> Skippy, like how do you deci- <laughs> how do you define your style in the ring? Just like in a few words, you know, buttery, like crisp. You know, I'm sharp, but or I'm loose with the shoulders. But <laughs> I'm a- like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's yeah. just hear that. Um, man, it's crazy. You know, I don't know. It's you know, I I feel like every you know each boxer got their own technique, their own yeah. style. They bring their own swag to it. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? so what's your swag? You know, if you could just throw it in a word, you know. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Whatever word right. comes out would be how you feel. You're like, I'm jaggy or I'm, I'm a little <laughs> slicey or I spice. Mean, you know, I, I'd like to think of myself as just, you know, I'm going out there to get something. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out there to approve something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm myself. Yeah, like, I'm are you smooth. the type? I guess I'm. Are you the type to hold both your hands behind your back and be like, <laughs> show hit both this them. chin? Like, I don't even need to get my guard up. My, I'm too, or you're the type to be like, form always. Never, never show the head. Always block. Be ready. Or you're a little, you know, like, what What do you, because some people, for basketball example, someone does the crossover, super organized. Right. Super organized, you know what I'm saying? And then someone will do the crossover, super AI-like, you know. It's not right. organized crossover, but we're in the same sport. Right. Would you say you have a street style due to how you growing up, or are you a organized boxer, like you're look, to the book in every moment? Look, to be all the way true with you, bro, um, I feel like, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm not going to lie, I'm just getting started, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm only about a year and a half in, to be honest with you. Okay, um, okay, you that's know, good. Training. For- We'll tap in on your progress so a year exactly. and a half Exactly. I'm still working on who I am. Come on up the ranks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And who would be your number one anime influence when it comes to the hands? <laughs> Out of all the animes, what what Look, influence would be the one like, oh, I got that 
I got that Naruto hand or I got that you look, know, most, one punch man. Look, I mean, check this out. Most listeners probably don't even know, you know what I'm saying? Unless you, you know, Asian or yeah. Japanese or <laughs> some shit. Are you really in you know that anime saying? lifestyle? Yeah, exactly. But uh, it's a show called Ippo. Ippo. Ippo, yeah. He's a boxer, you know what I'm saying? Mm, and um, yeah. this dude, he he's just, he represents strength, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, he's a bull when he get in the ring. Yeah, he's a bull. Yeah. He comes from nothing and then worked his way up to being a, a well-known boxer. All right, and then, all right, just like basketball, volleyball, softball, anytime you're in the practice gym, we have your jams, uh, something that gets you through. So what's the artist at this very moment that you jump to as soon as you're in the gym at some point? Maybe not right away, but you're like, I have to play this yeah, track. The, the when amp I'm, up track. Yeah, the amp up track, okay. Of this moment now, because this has a story in time for that artist, you know. Most so. definitely. Look, I'm, I'm about to throw some of y'all off. Ooh. Honestly, man, when I... Uh, when I when I put on my headphones and shit like that, I, what I do is I put on CT Fletcher or or Eric oh, Thomas. Oh yeah, These motivational, motivational speakers. speakers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yes. Especially <laughs> CT Fletcher, man. Oh, you listen man. to like five minutes of him, and he just gets you amped up. Like yep. you'd be like, ah, oh, I want to get in the gym or something. Absolutely, like, on everything. And another thing, while we're on the boxing culture, I have questions myself. You know, uh, just to give you a little background about myself, when I think of boxing and my experience to it, it's definitely Rocky Balboa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Creed, watch all those movies through preteen, like during Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, you know, keeping up with Mayweather uh, time to time. Ali, like, Ma- uh, Will Smith, yeah. Will Muhammad Smith Ali, Ali, Denzel and uh, Hurricane. Yes. Yeah. Ali. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, what's that one? The one with the, the, the guy that did uh, Jarhead. For oh, um. Uh, Southpaw. Southpaw. Yeah. So my experience is strictly through movies and then catching <laughs> a few Mayweather fights uh, periodically, you know, starting around 2010. When I'm, <laughs> so, and then knowing of the legend of Muhammad Ali, but not, yeah, I'm not yeah. been watching boxing since. Yeah, you know? yeah. So coming off that, like when I think of boxing, I'm like, you know, I, I think of Rocky. Slice the jab. Hey, yo. Hey, yo <laughs> Adrian. But. Uh, from my understanding, in the ring is like a chess game. You know, uh, looking at the stamina, stamina of yourself, your opponent, uh, changing up. You know, if your if your right eye got really jabbed up and sliced open, you have to have more defense on that eye, and you have to make sure he can't hit that eye to get you out of the ring by this certain round. You know, and this is all going off of like just watching movies. I'm like observing that kind of thing. Yeah. But when you're that. starting because you're about to get your pro license, right? Yes, sir. Well, yeah. What is that experience like wearing the helmet? You know, because I'm sure like all we know is like watching movies and they don't got the, the headgear. Yeah, yeah, the but headgear. Yeah. yeah, the time frame, right? What's a pro fight time per round and how many rounds? You know, uh, from what I've seen, you know what I'm saying, watching Floyd, watching, you know, um, some of the greats like Bernard Hopkins, all these guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, from, I mean, just watching it, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's 12 rounds, three minutes. Three minutes. And then when you're starting before you get to pro, what is it like now in the, Amateurs. this is your first year. So yeah. what is the time frame like, uh, how many rounds do you get if you're like, hey, I got this anger. I got this outlet. I want to think of or, or releasing, and I think I may get into boxing. Right. So, what should I expect when I'm like, all right, I know I'm not going to go in with no mask right away. I'm going to have the headgear, and I'm looking for. You talking about fight. if I go when I go? Yeah, pro? amateur yeah. fights. No, 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 amateur no. fights. He's talking about amateur fights. No, so, yeah. amateur fights three rounds, three minutes. Yes, yeah. three rounds, three minutes. Three rounds, three minutes. Yeah. And then, uh, so now we're talking about. Bernard Hopkins and them, they get 12 yeah, rounds. That's a big step up. Well, and they get yeah. three minutes for 12 rounds to at least stand their ground and have... Championship fights, yeah. Exactly. World title fights, Money title fights. fights. Yeah, that's that's 12 rounds. Yeah. And then, uh, so dang, so it must be feel so fast to go through three minutes, right? And oh, three, yeah, Nine definitely. minutes, right? And pretty much, but it's fast, but I bet it feels like a long time. Oh, like yeah. these three minutes, <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. whoa, is that See, 15? Like, you exactly. know, it feels Check like me. an hour. Yeah, exactly. What it is, is, you know, with amateur, it's a lot different than the pros. So, amateur, you know, you going in and you only got three rounds to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So, they expect you to swing nonstop. Nonstop. So when you at that pace, hell yeah, three rounds, three minutes seem like an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know fest. Yeah, because I believe uh, a lot of people don't know, especially if you haven't been. Myself, I've only been in maybe, I want to say one fight that was real. You know, <laughs> one fight in my career really, like, and I was in tenth grade. Yeah, on, and 
It was literally under three minutes, but after swinging for 35 seconds, I was tired. You're thinking it's a long time, but after a five or seven swings in 35 seconds, you're like, <sighs> yeah, and I'm not definitely. even timing my swings or putting form into it or executing breathing. I'm just swinging around. Yeah. Missed more than you know 50% of my swings <laughs> in that fight, and I was already tired by missing. So it's like each swing you have, in there when we say boxing is like a chess match it's like boom boom i went for this combination i missed two of them i'm tired now i gotta block for a little bit and gain strength to either do a heavy swing or do i trick them with the dab or do a left right you know so yeah Yeah, i'm gonna swing it to the left a little bit just so the listeners know uh deshaun right here used to be a recording artist as well Mm. so are we gonna see a new roy jones jr in the ring are we gonna see a new campy stop yeah, you know, look, uh, just recently, man, I uh, thought about the name, uh, D-Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> the D-Nice, so, come, the song has come soon. The, where that originates from is uh, my dad, you know what I'm saying? He uh, called himself D-Nice out when he was in the streets and shit, you know what I'm yeah, saying? And let that was him, let him know where you're from, because we're not talking about Seattle streets. Right, nah, man, I'm uh, originally from Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You already know I'm how shy. that is. Yeah. Exactly. Extra so, cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, really, I do want to tap in on the Young Grammys. Uh, yeah. We made predictions in a we few did. episodes ago. And we did. What and who was I re- right? I remember, <laughs> I remember just being going, I just want Kendrick to win. And I remember you agreeing. Yep. Yeah. Well, it was not just that because I feel like that was obvious. But when we talk about album of the year, what did I say? I said the Grammys were gonna do some Grammy shit and give it to Bruno, and Bruno got it. So. Wow. I don't even know one song on his album to be honest. Like, they had twenty four carat and all that bullshit. Like yeah. it was just some real Grammy shit. But you know, it is what it is. Like, like we said on the show, like. I felt like a lot of people were excited from the nominees because they were nominating like a lot of like black artists this time. Mm-hmm. But even on that episode, I still was like, you know, the, the Grammys are going to be the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I even said it on that episode too, like we as artists and creators, we need to step away from the Grammys. Like, like we sh- why is that, you know, like we shouldn't put that on a pedestal you know what i'm saying like you know, like if if they published all the grammy voters it's a bunch of old white guys and like if you're a young artist especially if young artists of color what do you care about when 60 year old white guy thinks about your music yeah you know, hey very true i mean what i want to say on that is just you know yeah there are other awards to consider more valuable i guess you know like the well, bill yeah, i don't like, even lie man I, I look when i used to do music i wanted a, a grammy so bad I, I just I thought know, that like you're right. You're, I, I, I thought you, it felt like you're it, okay. It, it meant everything. Okay, don't get me wrong. Don't get me. I felt like back in the day, it definitely had more power than it did. Like artists really look forward to Grammys because I felt like they used to really like Kanye has something like 26 Grammys, but he hasn't had a Grammy in like 10 years. Like I felt like they used to really like give it to really deserving artists, and then I don't know what happened, but. It really lost its credibility. Like, I don't really give a shit about the Grammys. It's just something to talk, that we talk about. Right. But I really like artists in the current generation. They don't care. They're like they don't give a shit about Grammys. We care about what our peers think and what our fans think. Like, Billboard. like even movies. Like, I make a movie because it's art. And if like the people that I want it, that I'm aiming my shit towards, if they think it's filthy, then that's who I'm aiming it for. M- my target audience is not a panel of 60 caucasian men you know what i'm saying like it's irrelevant hey well i have to validate i know we toss it out there lightly like yo caucasian men are running the grammys do we know names or we have to no that's what i'm saying like we don't what i'm saying is like they that's what i meant by they don't release who votes on the grammys like some people do make it known that they have a grammy vote but for the majority we don't know Mm. but what we do know is it's a certain demographic yeah that's yeah okay but you know going off on music what i wanted to talk about is do you guys have meager fatigue or is it just me (laughs) <laughs> I have to understand what you mean by that slang. Migo fatigue. Migo's fatigue. Tired of or no, no, no. Okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not tired of them, but they release way too much music. 
<laughs> Culture well, I, 2. Hold on. That's, that's You're like, saying this that's now. Like, but what about when Future dropped two albums no, in no. like the same? Some people can't. What what, like, that's what I. That's the and what he's saying is it's, it's like we see too many Kevin Hart movies. Exactly. <laughs> Kevin Hart is a prime example too. Because, yeah, that's what I was getting at. My conversation that I was leading Don't get to, me wrong. He's a yeah. cold comedian, but... You start to, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, uh, man, I've seen too again? many movies. Yeah. And he plays the same character. But you're exactly right. That's what I was leading to is not every artist can do that. And Culture 2, in my opinion, was a miss. 24 tracks, like a month before they released that quality control tape, which no one's listening to anymore. That was like 30 tracks. They had the Huncho Jag. They had the Without Warning. It's like, yo. I can only take so much quaver hooks and shit yeah, before it gets like, where I'm, is the real quality control? You know what I'm saying? I was, I to my understanding, when you dive into all those tracks, it makes me think of the Chris Brown when he dropped his heart. 57 tracks. And then what was that loophole or the reason yeah. uh, strategically why he... Uh, thank you for bringing that up because that's what I want to talk about. There, There is a reason why all these artists are doing it. It's not just because... They think 24 tracks is what's going to sound good. It's the loopholes in the streaming. Uh, it's something that we re- need to address as a music industry because the reason why you're seeing all these 20 plus album tracks is in the streaming, uh, the way they count sales and stuff. If you download an album that's 10 tracks, even mm-hmm. if the album has like 20 tracks. So as soon as it has 10, if you download it, it counts as one album sale. So if you, if you have a 20-track album and you download it, it counts as two sales. So mm-hmm. they can only... they can If you download 500,000 albums, it's already platinum. Okay. So that's why in terms of the money incentive, a lot of the artists uh, that are not worried that they're, they're in it for the check. They're doing these long ass albums because they know like different people have different tastes. So that 24 tracks on culture, I like eight of them. You might like a different eight, but together we listen to 16. Someone might like another eight. That's the 24. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of like releasing a eight to 12 track, like super cohesive album, you're just releasing as much music as possible. Yeah. And hopes like 10 of them hit. Exactly. So it's a, it's a numbers game. It's a it, sales game. And it's it's super inflating the numbers game because I've seen like I've been reading all these articles like Migos are breaking like all the not just Migos. I'm not trying to make this a Migos hate because I'm a big Migos fan. But like all these new artists are breaking all these super old sales records by legends like Michael Jackson, the Beatles, like blah, blah, blah. Because uh, the game is just different now. Like you can release an album and break all these records and it's not like a real classic album. You just game the system. Yeah, we have to think too, right? Uh, all right, Deshaun, how many, remember buying CDs? Hell yeah. Yeah, buying, buying CDs for 16, 17 at Walmart or something. And then now we can easily just stream one song to the artist or exactly. buy the whole it's album crazy. for the same. Like, Speaking of CDs, did, I heard... Uh, Best Buy in July, they're not selling CDs anymore, which is not a big surprise to me because I didn't even know people still bought CDs because I can't play CDs anywhere except if my car has a CD player. Like, I don't own any other CD players other than that. Right. Like, facts. Yeah, yeah. You can download facts. everything now. Everything. Easily. Anything. Like, mm-hmm. And it's all, excuse me, it's all the same price too. Like before, if you had a two-disc album, it was like 20 bucks. Doesn't matter how many tracks your album has now, it's 10 99 or ten bucks a month, you got Apple Music. You know what I'm saying? Apple Music all day. Yep. HomePod just dropped. Wow. Uh, speaking of that, you work at Apple. Have you checked that shit out? Oh yeah, yeah. The HomePod looks phenomenal. So I think like it looks like filthy, either. but like what is so special about it? Oh, what's special? Actually, uh, should we really talk about this? Apple's not paying us. Like, no, yeah, just kidding. Not, you keep talking. No, about no, it. no. But just to, <laughs> just to give you a brief tap in, uh, the the HomePod has. Uh, like seven sub tweeters inside of it. So it gives you that knock. It gives you that knock if you, and of course, I know you're going to drop uh, Alexa, Yo, how much Echo. Is the, how much is the price about. tag? So the price tag's three forty nine, dollars And then okay. you will get the knock. So the cool little fun fact about it is it does uh, enhance to the room and what position you put it in, whether it's in the middle of the room or in the corner of the room. So it's not pushing bass off the wall and push, emitting the sound yeah. through the room like just for the best sound. 
So that's one cool thing. And another note is it focuses all on the music experience. Is it is it like an Alexa too? Like, can you talk to it and shit? You could talk to it. I don't want to say it's like an Alexa because they're all different. I know, but it, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But but for the most part, like to give you a bass, a po- you get bass. You get. It's all about sound. And as long as you're in the iPhone, Amadi thinks he's at work. He's trying to sell me on this shit. <laughs> no, like, no, no. I'm not hey, spending three bills on this hey, fucking speaker. Maybe, maybe you're not. But I encourage you to walk into an Apple store and just listen to it. Because the cool part man. is, you Amadi's hear the going knockers. For that sales job. Man. <laughs> he's he's putting it? this on the resume. Have you listened to episode six? You heard radio? Did you hear yeah. my spill? Like, come not on. Any, but uh, no. Just <laughs> since you're asking, just because people are out there, yeah, it, that's nah, the definitely. thing. It syncs with Siri, and a big part is just having Apple. Music and then yeah, it's yeah, all good. Yeah, it's lit. Hey, but uh, but uh, outside of that, you know, what I'm saying a lot of changes have been going down in this world today. One one I want to note on is first of all, Black Panther. Oh, out, super excited! You know, um, yeah. Wait, I'm, before we get on Black Panther, I just want to do a shout out real quick. Uh, Hello Black, Hello Seattle is another podcast. They had me on last summer to do a mix for them. Yes. Um, they were named in the 30 women that run the city by the Seattle Met. And the reason why I brought that up is, you know, shout out to them for getting that honor. But they also are throwing a Black Panther premiere in Seattle and they sold that shit out like weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Congratulations. So, I just wanted to mention that because, Word you know, up. we were also part of it. But continue with this Black Panther. I'm very excited. No, no, no. Uh, what I'm excited about Black Panther is crazy because when Avengers came out and I seen him in the movie, yeah. I wasn't like super static at the time. Yeah. But the buildup was just so cold. I'm like, I know the movie's coming. When is it coming? When is it coming? Marvel mo- movies just have that crucial like press run. Like, yeah. this makes you, even if like, even some of the Marvel movies I haven't even seen, but like during that run trailer teaser, it's uh, like just makes you excited for check it. Check me shit. out. I'm just, you know, low key. I'm, I'm excited that they even putting out a a, a, a black superhero, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, movie in the first place. I'm gonna keep it real Hold with on. y'all. There has been another black true up, up in the yeah. way. Check Blade. me out though. But I know, yeah, continue because I know where he's about to go. Keep Look, I, you know what I'm saying? For those, you know what I'm saying, out there that don't really know me like that, you know what I'm saying? I got a six-year-old, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's always watching these superheroes, you know, Spider-Man, Superman, all these guys, Iron Man, all those, which is his favorite, you know what I'm saying? But I remember one day this cat asked me, why are they all white? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why don't they look like me? Why don't they look like me type? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, so, you know, it's it's it's, it's good to see. Yeah. Because, yeah, hey, yeah. because you, that's, yeah. Why I, that's why I wanted to let him say that real quick, because I was thinking the same with you, because I knew you were about to say the Blade movies, right? And the Blade <laughs> movies were hella filthy. Like, and that was one it of the was, first. Though. That was, that was one of the first oh, black superhero movies. But at the same time, that was an R-rated movie. It was like geared towards an adult audience. We but that's talking what I, about... The Blade. Universal uh, superheroes that everybody knows. Yeah. Superman. Well, my, my, thing was, right? my thing was... These movies came the, out consecutively. Yeah. Back to back, right? Where I, where I was going with it, you know, that the, the Blade movies are super filthy even to this day, but they were R-rated. They're for adults. Like, you can't take a six-year-old to go see Blade. But six-year-olds will watch Spider-Man, Superman, all shit. that shit. My so, six-year-old, he, he know what's up. Exactly. So <laughs> that's what I mean. That's why this movie is so big is because it's showing kids. Like, because adults, like, yeah, we're going to see it. But, like, it's exactly what you said. A six-year-old doesn't really know the world yet. So when he sees all his, like, favorite movies, like, he's going to watch them. But you're like, oh, I love Spider-Man. Oh, I love this. And then it's like, after a while, it's like, damn, how come none of these guys look like me? Like right. and as a kid, you don't really get that yet. Like, exactly, and at the time when he had asked me that, I couldn't explain to him what it was. Yeah, because at that time like, this wasn't this why. wasn't in the works. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Black Panthers. None of this was in the works. So yeah. now that it is out, it's um you know it's just good to see like our culture being you know what I'm saying. Uh, front star centers of, of 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 a movie like this. You wow. know? And, yes. and the big That's, thing is you don't see that. Often. You don't see that often. Oh, and not man. only not only is like the main character a black, but the whole cast. Right. It's not the just whole like cast. shout out to you know what I'm saying Michael like, B. Jordan. Exa- yeah. Crazy actor. You know what I'm yeah. saying. It's he's, not he's just like Creed. Your, your regular. Creed 
it, like, you know, you watch Avengers, they didn't just throw Black Panther in there and be like, here you go. That's what you got. No, because- they said, you know, we're going to go. Yeah. They have like Michael B. Jordan and there's a bunch of other, other uh, actresses. Man, actresses. Crazy. Some of them, it's even like their first roles of shit. Like they have a lot of spotlight to people that's coming up. Like that's, that's why it's such a huge moment. The The young man from Get Out is in there, I believe. Yeah, uh, I, I, he's got a difficult name to say too. I can't remember what hey, his name is. But oh, dang, that's interesting. You you mentioned that. I did see a few reviews and people out there mad about how black the cast was. And what I want to you're always going to have that. What yeah. I, what what made that um, not it's so much like a controversial eternally for me. Like, man, why are you mad? Like, there's no time to be mad when we look at a lot of sitcoms again. And I don't want to dive on race but i do want to just bring attention to what is already out there what i want to say is when you are watching the office and a lot of other sitcoms there may be a token black uh character in or character in the show and guaranteed to probably have a do-rag or show some stereotypical part but uh again or there's plenty of shows or series like lord of the rings that didn't have one black black actor or actress in the whole movie and there was no Oh well, Lord of the Rings wasn't good because they didn't have that. It's just a normal, a norm, you know, normality. So I just found it interesting. It, it's, are, that's why I said this is a, a huge moment for our culture mm-hmm. as far as this movie's concerned. Oh, man, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and what's really huge is like you can't even really see it. Next, it comes out next weekend. You can't even really see it unless you're trying to see a late show because they're all sold out. Like I was reading an article the other day, like it might, that. it might break like the box office for open. And that would be huge. Imagine like the, the, like a uh, whole black ensemble, basically black superhero breaks all the records. Like it's a huge moment because it might finally show like these other studios and shit. Like, wow, Georgia. a black legged movie can make me money. Georgia. Like, cause that's all they care about. It's a big moment like, it's for a, the culture. It's, it's big for the culture, but it's also big for changing like long held ideologies and shit about there's always like white movies and black movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were, they had black movies before, but it was labeled as that. Now it's oh like, my gosh. you know what I'm hey, saying? Like hey, now it's a blockbuster. Hey, it's so it's so incredible because one. I'm making a guest appearance. <laughs> you know what? What I'm makes Kyle's it? Incre- yeah, we got Kiwi's girlfriend in the building. We got Sarah Lane in the building. All right, let these girls live freely. Along yeah. in the building. Yeah, hey, yeah. But uh, what, I, what I was diving on is uh, what makes it so uh, pumped for me. You know, being. Ivorian, my dad from West Africa. It's really cool to see this oh. Black Panther movie coming out. Rep, not repping only the black culture, like yeah, not African just African American, but Africa. Too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? With the he's coming in with the steeds, the like the prestige, the king, the you know, letting us know yeah. we young kings out here. The suit on with the African stripe, you know, colors. Yeah. Have you listened to the soundtrack too? And the soundtrack yeah. has so much heat put into it. It's no, not. And that's what I'm saying. And it wasn't just heat too. Like a lot of the tracks like drew on a lot of like African beats and stuff too. Like yes. they really embraced that part of the movie and brought it out in the soundtrack. I'm in. So I'm really interested to see how this goes. Yeah, you know, I'm really. I, I'm I don't know when I'm gonna it. catch a showing, but I will. I'm, catch I'm it. definitely because you know talk about the op- opening like movie. I want them to break the record, so I want to be part of it. So I'm definitely gonna go see it hey, next I, weekend. To be honest, I hope this yeah. breaks Black History Month and expands it past February. You know what I mean? Yeah. Break the charts, break the records. We don't need just a month. It just needs to be an everyday thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Going off of that, there was one thing that I did want to bring up. Uh, do you guys watch the Super Bowl? Hell yeah. So you guys seen uh, like the Super Bowl commercials and stuff like that? Oh, Hell man. Yeah. Don't tell me the Ram. <sighs> don't tell me so, the Ram. For the, I lost money. So, <laughs> so for the listeners who don't know what we're referring to, Dodge ran a commercial about their pickup trucks, and they overdubbed it with a Martin Luther speech. And the reason why they overdubbed it is because it was 50 years to that day since he made the speech. But what was problematic about that is his speech, they left out this part, obviously, but his speech was actually like speaking against um, advertisement and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I did have a quote for it. Oh, here, here we go. So what his speech really said was like, in order to make your every as nervous, you must drive this type of car, you know, 
I got to drive this car because it says something a little better about my neighbor's car, blah, blah, blah. And he's like going on to like criticize America about that. So it was a big slap in the face to put that one on a ad about pickup trucks. I mean, putting that on a car ad anyways already had some implications, but putting it on like the racist mobile, like pickup trucks was, you know, definitely a slap in the face to his legacy. And then not only that, but at the end of the ad, they put the caption built to serve like, yeah, the trucks are built to serve. But what are they trying to say? Like Martin Luther King built to serve like yeah. racial undertones. <laughs> like, hey, well, and to put that on the Super Bowl, too. Like that wasn't just a regular ad. Like they seen that around the world. Like, oh, yeah, they paid I, big dollars. And then I seen afterwards, I like, like all them commercials uh, meant something crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was like a. You know what I'm saying? A distraction. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I just wanted to say my piece about that because I thought that was crazy like that they do that. Because I saw an article too that they didn't, like, his estate belongs to some corporation. They didn't ask his family about it or his daughters and stuff. Like, they were just like, nope, you know, we yeah. got the permission we're using this shit. So, wow. Hey, well, it was definitely a sleeper, you know, something under the nose, just like Keaton Jones. Things happen where, you know, we just get caught sleeping, but we got to stay woke. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is a uh, shout out to my guys, uh, Eric and AJ over that we shit podcast. Hey. But they was talking about too, like uh, they talk about Eric because Eric is very well versed in like what goes on in the world. And that's yes. why I try to aim for it too. And um, mm-hmm. their guest was like, you know, not a lot of people do that, blah, blah, blah. But we got to call like that's ignorance. You know, even like it, like to be ignorant sounds like a very like you know abrasive thing, but you can like that's why they have the saying ignorance is bliss. Like just because like you're going about your life like you're not a bad person or nothing, but if you don't know about shit, like if you don't know what's going on about in your world, that's ignorance. Whether you're like trying to be like that or not, mm-hmm. so you can't just go about your life. Oh well, you know I'm not racist. Like, but you have to. You know that that shit is going on in the world and you're choosing to put a blind eye to it. Yeah, just be willing to explore. Uh, but anyways, let's uh, move on to a little lighter topic. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's racist. Why does it be a lighter Why, topic? We, we bring up race a lot on this podcast. Hey, I, we have a white and a black host, so I guess. We no, yeah, but that's important. It's not nothing to hate when you're listening. You know, we have your views, but it's just what. The idea We're trying and why to bring you're up the dialogue. awareness and dialogue and conversation. It's we, not. Yeah, it's more than it's more than awareness because, you know, we do like ev- I feel like everything is for that. You know, when you do breast cancer awareness, fucking, you know, everything's awareness is like I know about it. No, we need to start dialogue because it's more for people to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. Hey, you know just, what I'm saying? Like we're encouraging a dialogue, a dialogue, as uh, Servo said, because uh, we have to understand this is a we're a personality and we're on this flow and, yeah and guiding a conversation and for you guys it, but don't mean we're gonna if you see me on the street yeah hey what you said yeah i got black power yeah but you know i believe in myself <laughs> and and everyone else i'm for the push but you have to just talk about it and, and the big thing the only one thing i want to say before we move on to a lighter topic is that that's all we're trying to do is open up the dialogue because uh the country that i come from you can talk about anything to anyone like if you bring up respectively of course but i feel like there's a lot of topics whether it's race or sexuality even in america like if you're genuinely asking a question to someone like especially if it's like you know i can't think of anything on top of my head but like right now like if you want to talk to a trans person and you don't really understand like how that all works if you were to start dialogue with someone a lot of people would say to you oh you can't you can't say that you can't have that like it's a very like pc culture yeah, but if you're trying to like, I'm always open to people starting dialogue respectfully. If you want to talk about something, like you should be able to talk about it. Like, or, there uh, shouldn't be like no taboo subjects. Like, we need to talk about stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's you're damn right. We need to talk. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> we gotta talk about it. You hear me? But uh, Deshaun, What's uh, uh, as I was going to tap back in. I want to know uh, what's that amp song for you, and we're gonna get that going as we come into the mid of this episode. What is the song? You answer that. He told you, C.T. Fletcher. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll go ahead and throw this on, and then we'll we'll come right back. You know what I'm saying? Look, um, I'm look. You go. Yeah. Matt's probably gonna hate me right now. But oh look, I'm feeling no! <laughs> oh no! 
We might have to just cut it now. I'm taking Check over. Check me out. Look, I'm feeling that Migos, man. The oh, gang, I, gang. Oh, wait, wait. Now I got to say something. I was not hating about the Migos. There's a lot of tracks on that album that I like. I was just talking about the loophole. They've yeah. released a lot of music and they could have got a doubt about it. Continue. What Migos song? Yeah, I'm fucking with that album right now, man. That's so what uh, okay. There, let me. Uh, I need it. So, you know, you fucking with all twenty four tracks. You fucking with all twenty four tracks. Lie. Look, I ain't gonna even lie. I ain't even heard all twenty four yeah, tracks. You you dig, exactly but, what I'm talking about. But <laughs> some, of, yeah, most of the cuts that I've heard so far, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's no, they're bangers. That's what I'm saying. Bangers. There's at least eight to ten tracks that I really, really fuck with. And if that, like, ten tracks is an album. If they made that that album, we would be like, yo, back to back hits. But you can't release a super solid album and then throw 24 tracks out. It's right. like, yeah. But what song we fit to play? You said Gang Gang? The Gang Gang. Oh, the Gang Gang? gang. All right. Yeah, that's that's so we're going to do some real quick. We're going to play that Migos Gang Gang. Then also, it's been a couple of weeks since I did the server of SoundCloud of the week. And I got a special one after that. So we're going to play two songs. Next one we're going to play is someone from my hometown. His name is Amphor Rose. And if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen I posted he just released his follow-up EP, uh, She Been Waiting 2. It's a six-track EP. And yes, I encourage y'all to listen to it because he has his own very unique take on that trap soul R&B sound. Um, and he puts a lot of, like, Sydney influence on it. Um, and shout-outs to Dream Big Music in Sydney. Uh, you know, Miracle, Marty Crooks, if you know me. I, I, I try to push my hometown a lot. And it's uh, the, yeah, Emperor's uh, EP, uh, executive produced by a dopamine dopamine let me say that properly i've been trying to shout out this guy i, I definitely see he's one of the Bless best up. producers in the industry yes. right now yes Lord. so uh, yeah go follow him and so we're gonna play migos gang gang and then the, then after that it is Amphoro's baby off his she been waiting to My time, we're the same. But would you love me if I ran away? I know you probably think I'm insane. Ain't nothing changed but the pocket chain. Pocket chain. I know they gotta feel my pain. I made them birds, Lauren Hill sing. And everywhere I go, they know my name. Cause I be rapping gang gang. Posted with the gang gang. Pull up with the gang gang. Shoot out with the gang gang. I be rapping gang gang, gang gang. I shoot with the gang gang, gang gang. Bang with the gang gang, gang gang. Ride out with the gang gang, gang gang. Always rip the gang gang. Always rip the gang, gang gang, gang Always rip the gang, gang gang, gang yeah. Whole lot of gang shit. When that ghost came, big body rolls, it be hugging her both flame. She lift her nose up when she want that cocaine. I lift my doors up the limo, take propane. After my show, we put holes in the choker. At the door, we take self from no photos. When they coming in too much, I can't hold your low. Hot, I can't be trapping in these street that with the plug for. And all I want is nacho. And all I want is huncho. Pull strings like a banjo. And the kids a piano. To the flow, full throttle with Know what I want, so I gotta get it Gotta keep this shit going, ain't no time to wait Cute face as fast, so I had to hit it And I'm sipping on lean, no Bombay Baby, get a pussy, quit in the Harambe If she want it, then she got it, that's fun day Never keep it 99, 100 Yeah, yeah Oh, I never cheat on in the middle. Oh, I never cheat on in the middle. 
never skied on Lil Mama though. Oh, I put the beat on Lil Mama though. Oh, I put the heat on Lil Mama. Heard that little bitch don't care what she say. And you know we run this shit wherever we stay. Bitches tryna get involved 'cause we up and coming. We don't worry about 'em all. We don't fuck with duck 'em. Yeah, I'm tryna put my little bitch in ball, man. Pedal to the floor, full throttle with it. Know what I want, so I gotta get it. Gotta keep this shit going, ain't no time to wait. Keep face as fast, so I had to hit it. And I'm sipping on lean on Bombay. Baby, we get a pussy queen to Harambe. If she wanted it, then she got it, that's funded. Never keep it 99, 100. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Baby, pull up on me quick one time. Do you right, do you right. Mm, yeah. The mama knows she gotta do me right. It's not bad at all, but it's, what do, what like, it's just tastes like Jack. It's better than Jack, but it is it's better than it's Jack. Under but it's basically, just Jack. Yeah. Well, Henny's not yeah, whiskey. Henny's oh. cognac. Uh, I just to jump in. I don't know if I shouted him out, but for this IG shout out, I'm gonna slide it in real quick. Yeah, fillet, 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 fillet. He he's a good commentator, so. Uh, you'll get that Chick Fil A behind the back spin move twing twing Fil A yeah yeah oh shit I nearly yeah. forgot I want to make an announcement too so this coming Friday uh, I'm DJing at the first Pinky Swear launch Pinky Swear you dig I'm gonna bitch. put the link in my bio so at server.wave RSVP only you know bangers only it's gonna be lit be there yeah, you dig word. Yeah, exclusive exclusive alley Pinky Swear soon alright and uh, if you're just tuning in this is You Heard Radio with Soon and Servo. So uh, thanks for, you know, chilling with the boys. And we have special guest, Deshaun. Big close Pitt. friend of the show. Yes. What's happening? You dig. Yep. Uh, yep. And so uh, what we're going to dive in right now is uh, the sports gang. Real quick. Oh, bro. I need to know. I Because, you know, I work my crazy hours. So I never get to talk to you guys no more about shit. What did you think about the trade deadline, bro? Oh, my oh, God. The man. Cavs depleted their roster. Oh, like, shout out man. because they got some great young players. Like, I'm a Lakers fan. So, uh, Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson, real good players. Like, the, mm -hmm. you know, the Cavs got some young players. But I just see that as, like, yo, we, know, whole new we know LeBron's leaving. So, we're just going to try and load up with the young players and draft picks. It's a whole new roster. A whole new squad. It's yeah. crazy. That's awesome. I'm actually excited to see how they do the, you know Me what I'm too. saying, the second half of the season. Yeah, I'm excited to see because, one, like, the smart side of me is like, damn, you can't just make a whole new team and have a run. But... 
the young players that you got, like if you like a lot of people haven't really seen these guys play, because if you're not a Lakers fan, they're trash right now. So you're not really watching a lot of games. But they play hard 48 minutes of the game because they're like, you know, second, third, fourth year players. And, you know, they got traded for vets. Yeah. And the Cavs had a lot of team meetings about, you know, playing hard and shit. So it's good for, for both of them. It'll be interesting to see the Cavs push for the end of the season with all this young energy. And even though, like, LeBron is leaving, whether you like it or not next year, it'll be cool to see him impart a lot of advice to, like, the young players that just yeah. joined the Cavs and shit. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And because they, they're going to make the playoffs, so it's good for these guys too because even if LeBron leaves and it's a completely young team and they miss playoffs the next couple of years, this year is, like will be like so influential for all of them like i heard larry nance like cried when he found out he was going to the Cavs because he's from the akron the same hometown as lebron so he's super excited to go play for his home uh hometown hey. and like learn from lebron and shit so that's gonna be awesome it'd be, it'd be cool I, and i heard like d wade sold like like his jersey sales went up like eight thousand percent like he went back to the heat and the heat got that uh miami vice jersey that's hella filthy mm -hmm. and so yeah miami's real excited for d-way to come back you know no not, i'm glad because i remember he showed interest of like always saying i would love to end my career and yeah. this was unforeseen but it was cool like you know it's just well, like what, what, i also heard that uh in the locker room after every game like that he was with the Cavs. lebron came out and said he used to always check the heat score so he'd be even after a win or a loss, he oh, the Heat win tonight. Like he's always checking back in Miami and shit. Yeah. His heart's always been there. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy. I think this is a good ending. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I mean, you, know, yeah. you must be a Wade fan, right? Isn't he from Shawtown? Uh, yeah, he's from Chicago. He's um. He had know, his little Bulls run for a little did. bit. He did. He wasn't that good, but I know. wanted to see him there another year or two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, it would have been cool if he was there earlier in his career. Yeah. yeah. When he was explosive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. D-Wade was one of my favorite players back then, definitely. Mine's like, too. Yeah. And he got his ring without anyone. He was a true yeah, franchise player. It was his third year. Like, I don't Shaq. know about that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm not going to say he won it on his own. He, if without Shaq, no, they definitely don't go Of course he had Shaq, but everyone had someone. I'm just saying he was that guy for the team, and then he got it. Like, you go, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. You know, you're yeah. not saying J.R. Smith for somebody's yeah, team, he, but you're saying no, Carmelo yeah, or no, Kevin I get what Durant. You're saying. It was definitely because even like back then I was that was a huge because that was the start of the new school like, and even back then I was I was like I knew LeBron was good but that was like the third year in in the league because of all the hype around it I was like nah I'm not into him I was going for D Wade and shit yeah like hey and D Wade uh, what I want to say was he was a he was super good like you know you oh go. no until the injuries the 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 thing that sucks about D Wade's career is the injuries caught up to him real quick. Like he was up the top of his game, and then his his fall was real quick. A lot of other players, you can see it coming. It's like they lose a step, they they do this, blah blah blah. Like D Wade got injuries, he missed a lot of time, and he came back, and he wasn't the same player. Yeah, and yeah. that's why a lot of people like don't really rank him like all time like that. But he's definitely up, definitely up there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, uh what else were we gonna? There was something I was going to dive into. It was Oh, so being in the Washington State, uh, we do have to touch on cannabis as this is something that's going on and changing just like the alcohol laws. Just Yo, want to keep you guys informed. It's a big thing. Yes, big thing. this is huge. Big facts. Go on, Matt. All right, sir. Uh, so basically, uh, the other day, Washington State announced that they're going to retroactively apply the marijuana laws and drop all misdemeanors. So if you had a misdemeanor charge for marijuana, they're dropping it. That makes sense because it's one thing to think, hey, my uncle got locked up 50 years ago or put five or 10 years for having shake on him. Yeah, man, they need to chill and, out with all yeah, that. You know, yeah, no, yo, that's why I'm, you know, like, so whack. that's why it's, I'm proud to live, live in Washington sometimes because we do a lot of shit that's at her head of the curve like that. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, and another proud reason to live in Washington, it is tax season and you only have federal state tax. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to do a state tax. Shout out Washington. No just federal. Tax. I mean, the tax rate is uh, super high up here. So uh, if you, you are... Know, it, it is what it is. If you are debating moving you up dig. here, consider that 10%. 
it ain't six percent like Michigan or some. You we know, got Mr. Taxman over here spitting game. Yeah, I don't know shit about percent. I used to, you know, work in uh, Jackson Hewitt. Just to give you a little background, I was a tax preparer, but oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> for real, for real, yeah, until April fifteenth or is eighteen. Bro, yeah. last two years I've been owing money. I'm hot. Let's yeah. See uh, all these people like. Getting hey, their W-2s back, getting hold hella on. money. Let me drop some knowledge. Tax is Just, annoying. Here's a little treat for you viewers. This is my special Fuck. treat for you guys. <laughs> Fuck you mean. Yeah, uh, but let them know. Just to give you a treat. You have the question, oh, am I going to get a refund back? Like, that's the question everyone wants to know. Come on, man. Now, if you want to, just to get the you closer knows. to that that's idea, the... <laughs> as you get older, it gets, <laughs> it gets complicated. It's not about just picking kids and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm hey, following them. You know what's funny? I found out why the last two years I've owed tax money. Why is that? It's because when I moved here, uh, our tax is way more easy back home to understand. Like here, you get your uh, W-2, whatever it's called. Not W-2, but when W-4. You, when, yeah, W-4. You go put numbers in the boxes and shit. You filled numbers. Bro, I was like, what's going on? And then, like, I realized, uh, finally, when I started uh, working at Microsoft recently, they had a guy sit down with me to do my forums and explain shit. And I realized for the past two years, I was claiming, like, I was a father and I had dependents and shit. So they were like... Some hood shit. So they, they, I, was, I, I was getting tax breaks throughout the year. And then at the end of the year, like, wait a minute. You don't have no kids. Like, you owe us money back. Hey, the hood like. do shit like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but check me out. Look, yeah. speaking of taxes, look. Honestly, this is how I feel, you know. Especially for a lot of motherfuckers that get, you know, that have multiple children that's claiming, you know, child's uh, tax oh, yeah. credit and shit like that. You yeah. got to understand, these motherfuckers are getting, you know, a couple grand back. Yeah. Look, some, you know, to educate a lot of the niggas <laughs> in our- game. Yeah. Look, check me out. So, this is the thing, mm -hmm. you know- uh, Especially our culture, you know what I'm saying? The African American culture, you know, they get it wrong. And, I, and I'm not saying everybody, I'm not saying all <laughs> the black motherfuckers. Nah, but talk your shit. Talk your shit. Real shit. Look, when you, you know, for motherfuckers that get their money back, you know, and, and they wondering how to, you know, how to keep it or how to spend it, you, you got to start understanding something, you know what I'm saying? You wonder why certain people got money and why certain people yeah. don't. I feel like with our culture, some of the people where I'm from, you know, because they uneducated, because they don't, you know, have, mm -hmm. you know, certain mentors in their life to mm -hmm. to teach them and, and to, to show them how yeah, no, to make money. Right. Yeah. A lot of these people, what they do is they get this money and they blow it. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, they yeah. Blow it. I'm getting the switch. Right. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting 20s. I'm getting, you know. Right. Motherfuckers start. Feeling like they rich, they started buying shit, and, yeah. and you know it, it hey, doesn't start mean anything. Real W two ish. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, but real shit. But just to go off what you're saying, just whenever you're doing your W four, if you in fact do not have kids, just w4. put zero. About w2? <laughs> no, W4. no, no, no. W four oh, is when okay. you start the job. I didn't start, know that. I was shit like, either. when you start, w2 w2 when you start <laughs> the job, they're gonna go W four. Put zero, you'll get. They'll take out the most. The tax most money, but then you get the most back. And then what happens is when you, at the end of the year, you have two yeah. W-2s. Look, for all, you make, you, for all you people out there that get your W-2s, start putting your money to work. Yeah. Use that money to create something to, yeah. to bring you back Boy, more money. Fuck, Don't just spend it just to spend it. Yeah, fuck 48 laws of power. This is the one law of power, bitch. Make your money <laughs> you work for saying? you. Don't just get yeah. your money and, and you know feel like you're rich for a couple of weeks or a month. You know what I'm saying? Get the money right. and learn it's how to turn it in into March. something. You're not gonna be you know rich in saying? December. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. A lot of motherfuckers get the money and quit their jobs, feeling but like I they're think rich. That money. Hey, I feel like they set you up too, because like, if you wait till April, like that's the last day to do your money, right? The tax yeah. shit. Yeah, April fifteenth. They do that, like you know. I I started realizing shit because in Australia it's at the end of July, and I was like, I wonder why it's different. I started working shit out because you do it in April or July. For the both different countries, you get your refund back in summertime. They're like, we know as soon as you get a refund, it's summertime. These motherfuckers are gonna blow their money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. they definitely they, set it up. Like, I mean, that. you have it's to crazy understand there's do. economics and everything as well. You know, number games like oh, tax season. That's when cars are at their highest bought. That's oh when, yeah. You know, oh, every, certain diamonds and everything, and jewels. disposable income is at the peak. Yeah. So uh, just keeping that in mind, uh, what I was thinking about this tax break, man, it just slipped my mind. It was like a sleeper, like. Poop, daddy, I've been down there. Poop, 
Uh, JB Blockbuster, shout out. Nah, uh, but uh, you made great points, so we'll just I'll yeah, let it absolutely. slice right there. Yeah. That's a great, oh, oh, the tax money. There we go. What <laughs> what the tax money, right? Yeah. I, I really could think of that balance of you said spend it right. And that really learn makes how it. to spend your money. It's Come like on. Mario Kart. It really is. <laughs> you, you you hit that mystery box, you, you get in interesting. that interesting. Yeah, I, you get uh, in that refund. Let's ref- see where he goes with this. You get in yeah, that refund, right? You hit your box, your refund's yeah, in the You hit the question mark. But it's then like, out of nowhere, someone how much hit, you getting? Someone hit you with the thunderbolt. You were saving it and then you need <laughs> someone to, hit you with the red shell, like yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Hey, when you get with the thunderbolt, you lose your item in Mario <laughs> now it's Dr. Bill I should have spent that before I knew I was going to get sick I don't know but it's yeah, not real shit ah, my fuck out here getting bananas like damn it hey and I want to make a couple bananas I gotta make a personal shout out uh, bless up and big congratulations to the homie Masood dude he did he made an appearance on the Jenea Kosway. Oh, Jim I didn't Sla- peep that. Shout yeah. out, Masood. Yeah, yeah. Masood LA made boys. it on the Sativa. The Sativa. He is the villain on the Sativa music video, Vivo. So check check the Cuddy out. You're if you too are here, rich. Watch. You're too rich. You're filthy. <laughs> Give that young man clout. That Shut boy's up. been working hard since the age of 17 Shout since he got in the game. And oh, he- mm-hmm. speaking of Masood, I don't know why. Definitely Quissy James reminded me of Masood. Do you guys read the Quissy Jones interview? No, but so, I did tap in a bit on it. Yeah, I just, just for our listeners out there, just to put it out there, I'm going to read a couple quotes real quick just because that shit was hella funny. So if you don't know, Quissy Jones, musical legend, like 30 Grammys. He produced uh, Michael Jackson, Off the Wall, Thriller, Bad, Frank Sinatra, uh, Ray Charles. He scored the Fresh Prince Bel-Air. Like musical legend, right? Uh, he's turning 85. Netflix is going to do like a special on him. Anyways, uh, Vulture.com did an interview with him. He yeah. got real messy, real spicy. Spice. So I'm going to read out a couple of quotes real quick. At first, they asked him about uh, Michael Jackson. And like, the reason why this shit is funny is just the way it reads. Like, the questions are that funny. They asked him about Michael. He started talking about Michael's death is due to like Big Farmer. And he's like, you know, Big Farmer making Oxycontin and shit serious, blah, blah, blah. I was around the hype. White House for a while starts getting real serious, and then you're like, you know, he's like, yeah, big pharma make a big pharma has big influence. It's no joke. And then he goes, what's your sign, man? Like he just like, it seems like he's just like switching shit up real quick. It's hella funny. Then they start asking him about um, they the guy goes, what did you think when you first heard rock music? And he was like, rock ain't nothing but white version of rhythm and blues, motherfucker. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I'm at, I'm at Paul McCartney when he was 21, and they're like, oh, really? So what was your first impression of the Beatles? And he's like, they were the worst uh, musicians in the world, motherfucker. They were some no-playing motherfuckers. And then he goes on, like, tell a story about how they're in the studio, and, like, they're fucking shit up. And they're like, hey, just leave for a little bit and come back. And then they, like, play the, uh, they play the track back, and then Ringo from the Beatles is like, Yo, that didn't sound so bad. He's like, yeah, motherfucker, because it ain't you. Damn. And then he starts, uh, the last thing I will say, he's like, he's, he started dropping bombs. Like, he's like, basically he said, you know, I fucked Trump's daughter. And then the uh, the <laughs> interview goes, wait, really? And he's like, yes, sir. 12 yeah. years ago, Tommy wow. Hilfiger, uh, Tommy Hilfiger, who I was working with, with my daughter, former model and current designer, uh, uh, Key Dada is the daughter of Jones and my ex-wife Peggy. Jones is the other daughter, blah, 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 blah. Jones has five other children with four women. He goes on to say, yo, uh, Ivanka wants to have daughter with you. And he goes, no problem. She's a fine motherfucker. She has the most beautiful legs I've ever seen in my life. Wrong father, though. <laughs> and then, like, he just starts getting real messy. <laughs> wow. He, like, he like names the person that killed John F. Kennedy. And he said, like... Uh, he tried to get Frank Sinatra to talk him out of it. He said, like, Paul Allen, the Microsoft guy, is a better, like, guitar player than Jimi Hendrix. Like, it's just a real Whoa. hilarious interview. If you want to read the rest of it, go to Vulture.com. Look up the Quincy Jones, uh, Quincy Jones interview. Shit's hella funny. That shit sound crazy. Yeah, it's erratic. It is And uh, I think uh, next month, he's, uh, the documentaries come out in March. So watch that shit. 
Chrissy Jones legend and he's hella funny motherfuckers. So check that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and as we come to an ending, I just want to have a moment of silence and recognition. Not of silence. I mean, I just want to pay homage. Like, damn, moment of silence? I just want to pay homage. I want to pay homage to all the producers out there living their dreams and, you know, going <laughs> to the Art Institute, coming out here going, I'm going to be the next 40 or Metro Boomin signing. Music is my life, is my dream, and they have to own. They only have the all they got right now is to be in the yeah. studio and have these guys that have the budget and the hobbies to come in that don't have the sound or the let's juice. Get it? But that's, they got the yeah, money. It's not and they have get to it. Just edit their music till their dream dies, and then they settle to be a manager and yeah. go. Let's that's get not, it. It's not how yeah. that shit works. I the half the people at my at my job are ex. Uh, audio engineers at studios because you know I I had that dream too you know what I'm saying I went to the Art Institute yeah. in Seattle by the way yeah. swear to God nah and yeah. tell them exactly <laughs> you realize shit you're like this is not like yo it took me two months to realize <laughs> yeah come on exactly <laughs> you're like you're not gonna you're just getting yourself $20,000 a day you're like it's not what you think it is you know, nah, you know what's crazy shout out to YouTube to believe it or not, look, so I'm going to school and shit, and you know, YouTube. <laughs> nah, I know where he's going with this because YouTube is my Real best shit. fucking YouTube teacher. University. Look, YouTube saved me 40 grand. Bro, YouTube ta- has taught me anything I ever wanted to know about anything. YouTube saved me 40 grand. Send Fuck that you, plaque. mean. I you can learn anything off of YouTube. My mama. I want that plaque. And, and and look, no disrespect to the Arts Institute of Seattle, because I think what they do is dope. I think it's brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Especially for a lot of people that's into art yeah. and, and all that. It's 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 a perfect place for people to come together that's into that. Express but at the same yourself. time, at the same time, you're not about to charge me forty grand exactly. for something you know, that you know, I can learn online. Like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gas them all like that because I'm talking about any art institutes. What I realized cause I thought when I was younger, I thought that was the way too. I'm like, yep, you got to go to school. You got to do the internships, blah, blah, blah. And then when, you, when you're when you in that environment, you realize all your other peers are rich people who are just passing their time because it's cool to go to the art institute. Like if you're really out here trying to grind and make it, that's not like if you look at all the successful people that made it, that's that's not the path they, they it's, didn't it's go a to cool school. school man yeah, it's it cool. really is but to charge these kids 40 to 60 yeah. grand to do it and and put these kids into debt exactly it ain't it's, it's a business not worth that's it. not and yeah i understand you know what i'm saying i get it but at the same time now nah, you ain't about to do me shout out to people that is grinding out there i'm not knocking do that. to school yeah but do that. i'm just saying i shit there's other ways like to make that, it do too, that. you know what i'm saying hey you know uh it just uh lets you know that there are institutes out there for locking men up that you get paid to fill those cubbies. And there are institutes of school that has us all locked up, you know? Yeah. What what yeah. I want to get across is if any of our listeners that are out there are any aspiring creators, no matter what art you're into, whether it be visual, audio, whatever it is, you know, you could, whatever it is, if you have the drive to do it, you can do that shit. You can do it on that, your own. You don't need to go to school. Yeah. You don't need whatever it is. Make that shit happen. Do what you do. And just wanna, we just want to put that energy out there. And uh, I have the same energy today. Uh, I got twisted. Just got freshly twisted. These dreads are looking good. I'm on my dreads are looking tight. Six, six year anniversary coming up of growth in March. And if you are looking for that twist, tangles and locks.com <laughs> hey do, do dreads guys have like battles like when you see another guy with dreads like how many years bro no, and you're yeah, like uh, 20 <laughs> and you're like damn it's interesting and you see someone else oh you, you got the little short baby yeah. dreads oh six months and then the mighty's like yeah i'm in six hey, years deep you know in it's shit, interesting mom. to find because there's so many stages some people have grown out their hair so long and then twist it and instantly have bang time and others have just started from the root uh, my advice, if you are looking to grow dreads and don't have it, start it around the one inch mark to one to three inch mark because they'll lock a lot faster. Word. And my personal <laughs> advice that I tell anyone that's growing is just picture yourself four years from now because that's when you get guaranteed hang bang time. Other than you that, dig. Other than that, I'm always out here informing. Yes, you can wash your hair. Yes, we look like mermaids in the water. 
once they're locked, they're locked. Once it's wet, it doesn't come out. But that's only after they lock, which takes generally about six months. So, so uh, at the end of the day, what we finna try and push on the show is stick with it. Whatever you're doing, stick with it. Stick to the we plan. We finna support do you. Do what you do. You know, we want you on the podcast. We try to learn about you. And on that note, uh, I want to thank uh, big friend of the show, Deshaun, coming on tonight. Yo, shout out to your hurt radio, man. You did. My mama. Hey, you pinky did. swear. Mama, yeah, man. don't forget, Pinky <laughs> Swear next Friday. Service DJ, check my Instagram. Uh, that's a wrap radio for this episode tonight. You know, we're gonna ride out like we always do. This is Gunna featuring Lil Uzi and Young Jordan. Uh, Drip season three at the hotel. Till next time. At the hotel, hotel. I got a win, I can't fail. Can't fail. New foreign, not the ship, not the ship. Yeah, yeah. I got my trip out of mail, out of mail. This trip ain't going on sale, on sale. Bang up my gas to unpay, unpay. Can't fuck with you, petty little bell. Me and my brother like Ken and Kel. Send the rest of my niggas in jail. Now the smoke when that demon fish scale. Smoke. Niggas hoes and they stolen reveal. Damn, I hope he don't tell. He silent, I'm paying his bill. In the fiction, we keeping it real. I keep me a hammer, no nails. No nails. Move out the car, no the air. Shoot it like run on the ops. Shoot it. They call it dissolving these pills. pills. Gucci drip down to my socks. Gucci drip. Throw the hell cat out of hell. When it's time, me got a fox. Me got a fox. she merely my watch. Merely my watch. Yeah, yeah. If we slamming up, slamming you out. You out. I let too many vibes in the house. In house. I can't fuck it, I'm kicking you, kick you out. So match in my bed with a pouch. Yeah. I'm a young guy, some miss with a scout. I just stack me a bigger amount. A bigger amount. show me what gonna be bout. Gonna be bout. Yeah, yeah. I did this shit with no vow, no vow. I let your bitch whip it round, whip it round. Fucking that ass in the mouth, mouth. Glad that I came out the south, out the south. Made it through head in the doubt, in the doubt. Dripping and gave me some clout, it gave me some clout. Took a G5 through the clouds. Yeah, yeah. Hundred hoes at the hotel, hotel. I got a win, I can't fail, can't fail. New foreign, not the ship, not the ship fail. Yeah, yeah. I got my trip out of mail, out the mail. This trip ain't going on sale, on sale. Bang up my gas to unpay, unpay. Got big guns like Will. Don't make me one kill. Fuck the ride off bill. Whoa, yeah. All I go, no still. Rose go link on chill. My diamonds, they till. They hit white, indie lights. And at night can't tell. You know that my name it ring bells. You know I'm hot like a light bell. I put my dick in your female. No pasta, but make a Michelle. The Lambo, I need to see Bell. 200, my dash, you could tell. You racing, but chasing a tail. I drop my top like it's my tail. You know, gonna double C Chanel. Don't draw a high vine spell. You know, 40 with the hollow shell. With the smell, baby, why I sell? Oh, mister, uh, slam me in like a snail. Yeah, diamonds on my wrist, doing beaches wet just like a well. My new crib so big, yeah, my backyard, it got a trail. You know, my swag is so clean, got green, I'm talking kill. Click long like a unibrow, so my Glock, it ain't hell. Took me one whole day to fly that. Bitch, and she Australian. What's her name? Don't look like snitch, so I ain't with the telling. Yeah, yeah. Hundred hoes at the hotel, hotel. I got a win, I can't fail, can't fail. New foreign, not the ship, not the ship fail. Yeah, yeah. I got my trip out of mail, out of mail. This trip ain't going on sale, on sale. Bang up my gas on pay, on pay. Whoa, yeah, whoa. We just been living it better. What's so up? We want to smoke that's forever. Feel like the mice on the race to the jet. Yeah, if it helps, we can't straight out the shelter. Yeah, we can straight out the shelter. Whoa, yeah. I got a burner and melt you. You got a cost that they dealt you. They mad a nigga ain't felt them. Whoa, yeah, whoa, effin' as light as a feather. Yeah, hit them two times, Raymond fell. We still in a race for the chatter. Whoa, yeah, whoa, gonna go to end the test. Swerve, doors up like a feather. Swerve, pull it in every time that we let them. Yeah, whoa, 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 slimy, slimy, yeah, we slime. AB Hoopla for the time. So I hope can't waste my time. No, baby, VB's cost a dime. Streets ain't up, man, gonna got the iron. At the hotel, hotel. I got a win, I can't fail. Can't fail. New foreign, not the ship, not the ship. No. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I got my trip by the mail, by the mail. This trip ain't going on sale, on sale. Bang up my gas, I'm pale, I'm pale. Whoa, slick.